I'd like to welcome everybody to an important podcast for our group leaders. I'm joined today by Jason Dees, our senior pastor. Happy to be here. Covenant Equip is back. Covenant Equip is back. You said August of 2018. So, yeah, a year and a half ago was the last time we did one of these. It used to be uh, Ethan Van Arnhem. You remember that guy? Oh, man. Ethan. Up in Indiana now. Uh, we pastoring. recorded a lot of these over at Point University. I guess all of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Because when did we move in here? September October of 2018? Of 18, yeah. yeah, so yeah. we recorded all these. Ethan and I would yeah. sit there. We would do the tip. Are we going to bring the tip back? I've got some tips. All right, we're bringing back the tip. But Covenant Equip is back, and I'm excited about this. I, I think it's a necessary thing. When Ethan left... We kind of fell out of rhythm here, mm-hmm. but we should we should have been doing this all along. Should have been doing this all what along. What is the purpose of Covenant Equip? You know, one of the things I've learned, Jason, it's never too late to do the right thing. Mm, that's never good. too late to do the right. So here we are. It's also never too late to bring back a good thing. There you go. Which is the right thing. That yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, hey guys. Um, seriously, thank you for uh, joining us uh, for this. Our hope, our design, our desire for this is that it would kind of catapult our group leaders into, um, you know, give them some info that's going to help them um, lead their groups well. So we're going to give you some uh, insight into what the next sermon series will entail. We're going to give you some insight into why we chose um, the supplementary text to go along with our um, group curriculum, um, and as well as give you some tips to um, improve group leading. And so, um, thank you for for tuning in here. We hope it's helpful. Um, and so today uh, we're going to be discussing a few different things, but we find ourselves in the middle of an interesting time. Uh, we are in the age of Zoom as the primary platform for our gatherings. And so, first of all, I just want to thank you for uh, being willing to host your group on Zoom. And uh, we'll talk about just a few best practices. At this point, you have likely received an email from Shannon inviting you to create a Zoom account. We want you to use that. The church has now um, hit the threshold of of uh, needing a massive business account. And so... Um, We've, we've kind of supplied all group leaders uh, with an account for that. And so uh, let me know if you ever uh, have, you, have any have questions on that. Have you used it yet? Yes, I have. So it's, it's awesome, isn't it? It's really great. Yeah, I mean, we took a week off because uh, we were just with planning missions to do conference that. Was with, gonna with happen. Missions conference was going to happen. Missions conference. And then, you know, we joined back uh, with everybody after, you know, with all of this stuff going on in the world. And so it was just really good to see one another. Um and so, yeah, I've done some, I, you know, the Institute class we did on Zoom. We did our Tuesday night group on Zoom. Obviously, we're having a bunch of meetings on Zoom. So thank goodness for Zoom. Yeah, it's been thank amazing. For Zoom. So we know our group leaders are the best and the brightest. Um, the best. They're the best. I put them up against any church group leaders at any point. If, if there was an NCAA tournament, they would be a one seed. One group seed. leaders. National championship. Yeah. They're going to bring it home. They're the... They're the they're the best. Um, but, and, and, and so with that, we, we think that, you know, you guys can figure out how to best use Zoom. But here's some things um, that we did in our group that I think kind of help the conversation uh, uh. flow. You know, you're not there in person. And so, you know, talking through the medium of a computer. It's kind of weird. It's kind of strange. And so 
one of the things that we did, Jason, was we um, we had everybody give an update. Oh, that's good. And it it you know if your group is large, this can be brief, but it at least gets the conversation going. And so uh, we asked that everybody give an update. And within that, go ahead and ask for prayer requests um, uh, as well, and just keep note of those. And and at the end of your time together, just pray. Um, another thing, just to keep in mind with Zoom, um, you know the Rogers group. We're notorious for for going a little long. We love one another. We love hanging out. We end up having conversations that drag on, and um, and that's a good thing. We're not. I'm not mad about that. But we can't have a two and a half hour Zoom right. conversation. You just can't do that. Zoom's don't too don't long. do that. Um, you you earn no extra spiritual cred by having super long Zoom you meetings. You know what I have so. noticed though. I, I I'm not disagreeing with you. But I think people are like so hungry for community that Zoom is kind of fulfilling that they're like our class last night went like past eight. And I was kind of like, we need to shut it down. We need to shut it down. Yeah. But they, so I think you're right. Uh, I think for the group leaders, that's what you should aim for shorter than normal. Mm-hmm. But you might find that your people want to keep going or you might have like a zoom after chat or something where some folks go away and some folks continue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's right. Um, and I'm sure it matters like demographically, like if you're parents of children, Oh yeah. Yeah. Versus like young, young bucks or, um, you know, and whatnot. So that's, that's just another thing, uh, to keep in mind is just time efficiency. Um, it is important. And then just preparation, you know, It's a little different because the conversation doesn't, as a group, flow as naturally. Um, I I think it requires a little more of the leader to be prepared to keep things moving in a healthy and engaging way. And so, um, you know, do what you need to do to prepare to lead a healthy discussion. People are a little more hesitant to kind of speak out over Zoom because you kind of become the center of attention. You are. Uh, you yeah. get the green box around you. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, and then the pressure's on. It's your regular home group. Do you have like a little green spotlight to the person that's we talking? We don't. Yeah, see? After this, you we You might want to add that. Yeah. yeah. We may. And so those are just a few uh, simple tips. So, those are helpful. Hey, um, Jason, we're going into a new series. Won't you tell us about the new series that we're about to jump into? Well, so, yeah, I mean, I think like one of the main purposes of the Covenant Equip is we want you to have like a heads up as a group leader. We want you to know where we're going in the next preaching series and, uh, and, and how to use the curriculum that we're designing around that series. So, um, I'm really excited about this next series, um, and, and, and our hope is to do these, you know, through every series. In 2020, this is going to be technically our fourth series, if you will. Mm-hmm. We had the What is the Church series, five weeks. Great series. I preached through Philemon over two weeks. In between there, there was kind of two standalone sermons. Bryant Wright preached, Josh Youssef preached, and then we just finished up a little study of Jonah that we called Pity Nineveh. Um, so, you know, kind of a, what I would call like big arching ecclesiology, like a theological series. Then we kind of had a book study, uh, which was pretty practical. Mm-hmm. Then we had another kind of book study, which I think was also practical because it had a missional kind of thrust mm-hmm. about it. Uh, what we're going to head into now is, uh, as I think a really practical series that meets people 
kind of where they are. And it's, it's, it's called Questions People Ask. And it's a, it's a series about um, a lot of the questions that face Christianity right now. Um, so, for example, why do Christians reject science? In fact, I think that's actually a very appropriate question for like right now because people are saying, why should you pray? Like we just need to like get a vaccine. Um, another thing that we're going to be looking at, why does an ancient Jewish man matter so much? Mm-hmm. But if you really think about it, we are basing our whole hope and life and existence on, in one sense, I mean, just historically speaking, a guy that grew up in Nazareth 2000 years ago. Yeah. Um, Born of a virgin. Right. And so, yeah, yeah. Right. And so Christians believe <laughs> yeah. big Some interesting things and very yeah. interesting things. Yeah. And um, and yet we're we're hanging kind of the hopes of our lives on that. And so I think that you better have a pretty good answer to that question if you're going to be a Christian. Yeah. Uh, I love it. How about this one? Can we really trust the Bible? OK, it's a, a good question. Again, most of what we know about that ancient Jewish man uh, and then most of the doctrine that we kind of hold to that we frame our lives around we are getting from the Bible. Well, how did we get the Bible? It was the holy books of Jewish people that they had a lot of disagreements about. And then there was a bunch of letters being passed around that groups of people started using. Like, can Mm -hmm. you really trust that that is revelation from God? Mm -hmm. You better be able to answer that if you're going to be a Christian. And so that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to kind of give people answers to the biggest questions that there's going to be asked of their faith. But you know what? This week, we actually had a totally different topic, but we're, we're shifting gears, and in the midst of the coronavirus, we're going to kind of ask this big question that a lot of people ask. I mean, the big question is this. Why would a good God allow bad things mm-hmm. to happen? If, if God was really good, why is there so much evil, mm-hmm. pain, suffering in the world? But we're kind of framing it as, why would a good God allow a global crisis? Right, yeah. Um, I'm really excited about this week's series, this week's sermon. Um, basically, this week we're going to kind of just look at a. Uh, I'll just I won't walk through these with you guys. This week we're going to kind of do a very high level um, look at five different things that I think you need to believe in order to respond to to this coronavirus crisis. And so we're going to be looking at Romans 5, we're going to be looking at 2 Corinthians 12, uh, we're going to be looking at the fall, the hope that we have, what pain does. Um, so I'm really excited about where we're going this week, um, and I'm really excited about some of the discussions that you guys are going to have in your groups um, even afterward. Uh, the next week, we're going to be looking at why Christians uh, uh, reject science, if you will, and of course Christians don't reject science. Um, we obviously people are people that, uh, believe in, in a natural world, but we also believe in a supernatural world. Uh, and we're going to talk about how those two worlds interact. The next Sunday is obviously going to be Easter Sunday. And we're going to be looking at that question that we talked about earlier. Why does this ancient Jewish man matter so much? We're going to talk about the mm-hmm. resurrection and, and how it gives an affirmation of the things that we believe about Jesus. And then the last week, can we really trust the Bible? We're going to look at a lot of external evidence there, but we're also going to look at some of kind of the internal self-attestation of the Bible and how the Bible works. So I'm really excited about this series. Mm-hmm. I think it's very necessary. I think you're going to love it. Uh, I think hopefully it'll bring um, a lot of assurance and strength to your faith. Um, so yeah, 
Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. I'm really excited for it. Uh, Jason, what was the sermon going to be for this week? This week was why are Christians so angry or why are Christians so disagreeable? Uh, it seems that Christians um, in today's day and age are incredibly uh, that that we're 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 mad we're against more than we are for, mm. uh, and so we were going to kind of hit that head on and uh, uh, maybe we'll have maybe to, another time maybe another time maybe yeah, maybe another time a special podcast that could be a good that could be a good podcast yeah, yeah. well um really excited about it um just from just glancing and hearing you talk about uh, all of uh, these kind of big topics know that. The, the sermons that you're going to hear are going to give you an amazing framework for understanding these things. But people have written thousands and thousands and thousands of pages. And so, like, if there's anything in particular uh, within this section that you're struggling with, that you're wanting to think through or learn more about, we've got a ton of resources that we could continue to point you to because these things could take a lifetime of study yes. to develop a theology uh, and an apologetic around. And yeah, so, I mean, um, for example, like what can you trust the Bible is a good, you know, question. Uh, like right here on my desk, hold on, Scripture and Truth. Uh, I mean, just look at this book, and it's like dense. And so, to Blake's point, like there is so much on like the canon, how these things were put together. There's so much on suffering in Christian life. There's so much on science. I mean, so like you said, there's. There's a lot out there, and this is a great question. Uh, this is a great series for questions, and mm-hmm. so you can right. always encourage your folks to use the pastor text to pastor line. In fact, uh, some of you guys, I've gotten questions from groups during gr- their group meeting. I would say yeah. use the text to pastor line during your group meeting if you want to, like um, Regis Philbin, like the lifeline kind of thing. It's like a lifeline, yeah. I may not answer. You can you can also just call me. A lot of y'all have my number, and, and if you any of you want it, I'll oh. give it to you. But um, you know, I may not answer, but I might. Um, but you might. I've definitely called into groups before, or answered the phone into yeah. groups before, and and I'm happy to do that. Blake obviously is a great happy resource. To do it as well, Lou, great resource. So we got a gr- lot of great resources. Well, that's awesome. One of those resources um, that we're encouraging all group leaders to to read, in addition to um, the kind of the sermon based discussion is Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. Jason, why that book? Well, one of the things that we're going to do, and and actually we're not even giving you the whole book. Uh, We we are going to give you the book. We have 50 copies. And so if you want one or your group leader wants one, a lot of you I know probably have one. We've got 50 electronic copies that we can pass out to you or to your groups. Uh, Please let us know if you want one. And if there's more needed, we can get more. We found a really good deal on these. Um. The first book, so Mere Christianity is a book of four books, and they're all short. Um, But the first of the four books is this wonderful little apologetic. Basically what Lewis is doing there is he's kind of proving in a very practical and simple way that the world is more than just material. Mm -hmm. And what he basically uses to do that is, is... kind of the moral law, like the moral argument. There's a lot of those arguments Mm -hmm. out there. And Lewis basically says like, look, the world is recognizing people have an intuition toward a certain understanding of morality. Um, People have an intuition toward a certain understanding of justice. People have an intuition toward a certain understanding of order. Mm -hmm. That doesn't just happen. 
that is something that is designed, that is created. The reason that you have that intuition is because there is morality. There is an order. There is justice. And so there's five chapters. We're going to go through one a week. They're really short. Again, we, we didn't want to give you too much reading for your groups. It's a four-week series. You've got to read one chapter a week, and on the last week you read two. And again, they're all really short. Yeah, we're talking uh, like eight pages. Right, right. Yeah. They're on the law of nature. They're on the uh, the reality of the moral law, that it that it kind of does exist. Um, they're on uh, the... Um, the, 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 there must be something behind the law. So he kind of makes that point. Like if there is a law, then there has to be a law giver. And then he, and then the last chapter is called, we have cause to be uneasy, right? So if there is a law, if there's someone or something behind the law, and if we've broken the law, then there's something to that. And, um, and then he kind of gives all of that before he actually gets into actual Christian doctrine. This mm -hmm. is this kind of prolegomena before he gets to the real part of the book, but it's one of the most helpful sections of the entire book because it kind of gets you from from your your current existence to a belief mm -hmm. in God. I think it's going to be really, really helpful for your groups. Uh, that's great. Well, like Jason said, um, we've got 50 copies, and if you will use it, if your group will use it, let us know. We will be happy to, I think we email those out. And, well, and we, we should be sending them out today, at least kind of the initial set. So it's it, it is currently... Right now, and we're going to be producing this and sending this out uh, on Thursday, March 26th. Uh, we've got an email ready to go that I think we're about to send out with this podcast. Um, and so it should be, uh, there is a copy attached um, to this, and you should be able to just download it, print it, or save it as a PDF on your computer. Cool. Awesome. Jason, anything else? I, I'm so glad Covenant Equip is back. Uh, it's been gone too long. This this house has been sitting empty for a year and a half now. But now we've we've gotten we've the paint the door. We've gotten yeah. the paintbrush out. We've gotten the we've gotten a little a dustpan. We swept a little bit, and I think we got this podcast looking pretty beautiful. Well, I'm excited for it uh, because I am excited about our group's ministry. Uh, we absolutely could not do what we do at Christ Covenant, building a community of faith, true friendship without you guys. And so thanks for opening your homes. Thanks for dedicating time to prepare early and to prepare long and to be willing to to be salt and light in the world and under shepherds of the ministry here at Christ Covenant. Thank you so much. Yes and amen. And uh, hey, we'll meet you again the week of April 19th as then we'll be going into a series on biblical femininity. Biblical Femininity. womanhood. Yeah. I'm really excited about that too. So that's what's coming up next. So and then we got a lot. We're going to do Psalms in the summer. We, we're going to get. We're going to start chipping away through the Gospel of John. We've got a special series on parenting and family. So it's going to be a, a lot great, of great things. Well, it'll be a great year. So, well, guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. As always, let us know if you need anything. For Jason Dees, I am Blake Rogers. Thanks for listening. <laughs>